I'm Plaz Anderson. Welcome to Mornings with Plaz, the podcast. It's my endeavor to explore topics of God, family, finance, and in fact, subjects that could help you to become a better you. We'll have conversations with people who have a unique perspective and actions you can take towards positive change. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And the journey starts now. So before we get started, I have to let you know that this episode is supported by Chelsea Anderson, my daughter, who is multi-talented in design, fashion, and graphic design. Speaking of graphic design, I'm old school, and when I was in sales a few years ago, we carried business cards, and there was nothing worse than needing a business card and you didn't have one. Although I'm not in sales now, I still find myself needing a card to exchange information with whomever I need to exchange it with. So Chelsea designed a digital business card for me with a QR code for all of my contact information, brand logo, website, name and number, contact information on all social media platforms, your choice of design according to the available optional templates. And all one would have to do is just scan the QR code and all of the contact information would populate right to your phone. I would say that's genius. So for your digital business card needs, contact Chelsea Anderson on all social media platforms, IG at underscore C-A-N-D-E. Okay, back to the episode. Hello and welcome to Mornings with Plaz, the podcast. I'm your host, Plaz Anderson. This is the podcast that celebrates the new morning experience, promoting personal growth. If this is your first time, I'd like to once again extend my sincere welcome to you and thank you for stopping by. And to my returning MWP family, salute a big shout out to you. So in this episode, we will continue the topic on resilience through adversity. However, the overall topic for this series is your setback is a setup to a comeback. And how I came up with this thought, with this topic that we're talking about today is, you know, as we discussed before, setbacks and failures are, in fact, inevitable in life. But they can come also uh, to serve as opportunities for growth and for transformation. And uh, so I want to discuss that. But how I came up with the topic is, like I said before, I heard this at one time, the topic, the title. I don't remember a whole lot about the message. So that's in and of itself another thing. But to talk about this topic is, again, we have setbacks and we have adversities that come in our life that will cause us to stop or to hinder our forward progress, our forward motion. It's a setback. We have plans and something has come up to get in the way of that. Some things are just regularly or regular to happen in life. And then other things are just by, you know, like traumatic events. 
but it can cause you to either stop, throw in the towel and give up, or it can cause opportunities for growth and for transformation. Someone had described when you plant a seed in the ground, the most important um, event of that seed is that once you plant it down in the ground, it has to fight its way up through the soil. That shows the strength of that seed and the natural progress of growth. But fighting through the soil and then you see a bud peek it, peek its head up through the ground and then it flourishes into whatever it's going to be, a plant, a flower, a tree. But it's the growth. It, it is the fight through the soil. And that's what we have to do through life's events, through life's journeys, ups and downs. We have to fight our way through whatever it is and to allow these opportunities of growth and transformation. So in this episode, we want to continue the discussion and explore how harnessing resilience, the resilient mindset, can turn setbacks into comebacks. And so I just have a couple of things that I wanted to go over and share with you today. Not going to be long. But I just want this to be an encouragement to you as it is to me. So number one, embrace challenges as growth opportunities. A challenge is something that is not smooth. It offers some level of difficulty. But at the same time, it offers growth opportunities. I often go to the gym. I don't know if it looks like I do or not, but. (laughs) <laughs> That's neither here nor there. But I go to the gym because I enjoy it. It It, it is a stress reliever for me. And uh, it keeps me on an even kill, at least uh, if I'm not um, getting to a place where I look like a Mr. Olympia. It's not my ultimate goal, however, but just to be consistent on having a balanced life and a regiment when it comes to exercise. But. The key or the point that I'm trying to make is, is that if you're trying to lift a particular weight and then you go to a heavier weight and then you go to a heavier weight, it's a challenge. That's why it's called weights and their challenges, each weight or yeah, each weight that you go to, um, the heavier it gets and the more sets you do then ultimately the stronger you get and the more weight you can lift until you get to your max. But the end goal is to be stronger, but to be stronger, you have to lift heavier weights at a longer period of time or more sets. Challenges offer opportunities for growth in our lives. If you're a believer in Christ, He has set us on a journey on a path of growth, but growth comes through challenges. Um, We get to know more about who God is and how he is in our life and what he does for us. If we are to be followers of Christ, it's a journey. It's a path to be a disciple of Christ means basic. uh, Basically you are a disciplined follower of a set of beliefs that Christ has come and set an example for. So you make a decision 
to turn from a particular lifestyle and to be more like Christ. And so there are challenges, but you will understand that there are some things that are offered to you that you'll embrace. And then Christ offers his way and he wants you to make a decision to embrace him. There's challenges that offers opportunities of growth to get to know him better and also yourself. Number two, prioritize self-care and well-being. I believe a lot of times, and I've said this before in a previous episode, sometimes if you're a person who is a giver, let's just title a person as a giver. If you are a giver, you like to do for other people and you usually do for yourself last. Well, sometimes you, you know, you put yourself last at the expense of making sure somebody is always good. And altogether, that's not terrible. However, there is a such thing as burnout. There is such a thing as being overwhelmed. There is such a thing as um, even if you're trying to do for people because that's who you are and that's what you love to do. It is possible that you can pick up this thought that nobody cares about what you're doing and you do everything for everybody else. Quite frankly, and not to be offensive when I say this, sometimes we do so much for everybody and no one really asked you to do it. But that's just who you are. And so when you do that, sometimes the expectation, the perception of what you're doing, you might lose per, lose the perspective of what you're doing and why you're doing it. If you love to help people, just help people. But you may not always get equal return for what you do because everybody's not in the same place. But sometimes, so the point is here, number two, prioritize self-care and well-being. Make sure you're good at equally at the same time as you're trying to make sure whoever it is that you're caring for, that they're good as well. If someone is drowning and you can swim and you can go get them, if you don't know how to do and read the conditions, you may both pair. So it's important to be aware of where you are and where they are so that you can both come out safe and safe. Number three, foster positive relationships for support. When you're going through something, I believe it's important to have someone that has your back. That will not only just encourage you with a yes, but I think it's equally important to have somebody in your corner who will be brutally honest with you. And not just be a yes person. Sometimes you just need to hear the truth. You might need to hear the truth about yourself. And if you hear it from a person that you don't feel like they have your back or they really don't have your back, then that'll be just criticism. That'll be a personal vendetta in a sense. But if there is someone that is in your corner that you know love you, that you know care for you, they will be sometimes brutally honest because they know that it's important and it's what you need. 
So it's important to foster positive relationships for support because everyone needs to have someone to go through this journey of life. It's a good friend. It's a, a brother or sister, a mother or father, or um, an aunt or an uncle, or just a good friend, whatever, not whoever that may be. We all need someone. I remember going to work in my, in my, I call him my brother. And uh, if he's listening to this, then he knows who he is. We would go to work and we would meet at this table in this cafeteria of our job before our shift starts. And we would just go and just talk. And sometimes I would say to him, Hey, I got something that I'm thinking about or something that I'm not sure of. Um, it's a thought process. I'm not sure if I'm thinking the right way. Do you mind if I bounce this off of you so that I can see if I'm in the right way, if I'm thinking right? We had that kind of relationship. We still have that kind of relationship that I feel comfortable enough that I can share um, something that I'm dealing with that I don't feel like I'll be ridiculed. But if they offer criticism, I could take it because it's constructive. So that's why it's pot. That's good to foster positive relationships for support. Number four, need to master problem solving skills to con uh, to conquer obstacles. Again, master problem solving skills to conquer obstacles. So, what is an what is an example of uh, problem solving skills? Let's say that it could be any circumstance, any situation, and I'll just simplify it without trying to go deep into the ins and outs of problem-solving skills. In my opinion, or how I would approach a problem and having the skill to be able to deal with the problem, I'll just tell you that from, how, from my perspective. I would deal with the facts. I would lay the facts all on the table in my mind. And then, of course, feelings and feelings and emotions and everything else. Um, if, if there's people involved, all those things are going to come into play. But in my opinion, I'm going to deal with the facts first, put the facts out and see where they are. And then I will go from there because it's hard if you are dealing with two people in a situation that you need to get some clarity on because of some broken relationship or some misunderstanding in communication. It's hard to reason with ignorance. So it's hard to reason with a person that is like a brick wall. It's hard to reason with ignorance. I'll say it like that. But if you have facts as best as you can, then it's hard to argue with facts. You let facts speak for themselves. All you have to do is make sure that you are in the right place as far as having the right mindset, the right attitude, the right heart, and not having to have the attitude of, I have to be right. Sometimes it's okay to be right and not try to argue the point of being right. But 
for the sake of squashing a argument or not getting anywhere in conversation. Sometimes it's just good just to take a loss, if you will. Doesn't mean you lose altogether, but just for the sake of moving forward past it. Foster positive relationships for support was number three. Number four is master problem solving skills to conquer obstacles. And number five, cultivate optimism and gratitude for a brighter journey. Optimism is, is, is you're having a positive outlook on life and gratitude. You're grateful as we had talked about before in the scripture where it talks about um, how to think, you know, and uh, it's good to have the right kind of thought process in Philippians uh, four and eight says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, Think on these things. It's really practicing gratitude on a regular basis, being able to get us through circumstances. You might not have the right kind of attitude, but if we take this blueprint, this principle in Philippians on how to think and what to think, that will allow us to get through certain situations. I'm telling you, when you are left with your own devices with your sometimes when you're left with your own mindset that's when we get ourselves in trouble sometimes but it's good to have a blueprint of how to and what to do so those are the five things that i wanted to talk about embrace challenges as growth opportunities prioritize self-care and foster positive relationships for support and master problem-solving skills to conquer obstacles and cultivate optimism, a gratitude for a brighter future. So with that, I'm going to conclude this particular episode. But remember, life storms may come, but with resilience, you'll rise above every circumstance with the mindset of Christ. Stay tuned for more empowering episodes And we'll come back with more just to try to encourage you. But remember this also, by adopting a resilient mindset, drawing inspiration from scripture and inspiring stories, implementing practical strategies, and embracing change and self-reflection, we can bounce back stronger and embark on a transformative journey of personal growth. Remember, setbacks are not the end, but a stepping stone towards greater resilience and personal development. Hey, thank you so much for stopping by. And remember this, as I always say, keep looking up. Your setback is a setup to a comeback. This is Plaza.